Welcome to the Genealogy Happy Hour, a place where new family historians can learn to document their family histories and celebrate their new discoveries. I'm Amy. And I'm Penny. And we're here to help you discover your family tree from the beginning. Welcome to episode 84. In this episode, we are going to scavenge death certificates. We're going to dig through and see all the juicy information we can find out about our ancestors on death certificates. Or, if we don't have a death certificate, how can we find out about it? But before we get into that... We have wine. Do you have wine? I have wine. What do we have? I know you're all on I the edge of your seat. I just want the wine. I'm waiting for the wine. <laughs> Amy's <laughs> on the edge of her seat. Um, today, we're going back to Spain, and it's the uh, Viña Real Crianza 2019. It's a Tempranillo from Rioja, Spain. And this is this is the description from uh, James Suckling. Mm-hmm. High-toned floral aromas with orange peel and crushed blackberries. Medium-bodied with tight, chewy tannins that are polished and intense. Serious length and focus, very drinkable, even better in 2024. I It's love, not 2024. I know, I'm just reading okay. what he had, had written at that time. Okay. But chewy tannins. I love the descriptions of some of these wines. I'm like a chewy tannin. Is that what you got from it? Got it. Got it. it. Okay. And polished and intense. Yeah. So yeah. For me, I do like a tempranillo. Yeah. I do like a tempranillo. Right. I'm really into Spanish wines. You these are. Days. I know. You are. And Portugal, of course, the. Vino in Portugal. Yeah. In Portuguese. Yeah, yes, Spanish you wines are. are kind of my go-to now. Iberian Peninsula. Isn't it mm. wild how you can kind of see the flow of that over mm-hmm. time? Like, mm-hmm. like. At one point, we were doing a lot of rosé, and we loved it. And yeah. And then you kind of move on. Yeah. Well, this summertime, a good rosé. Yeah. But Rosé is okay. good in the summer. All right. But, All right. All right. So, let's talk about death certificates. The sponsor of today's episode of Genealogy Happy Hour is Newspapers.com, the largest online newspaper archive. Newspapers.com is your ultimate resource for discovering your family's history. Explore more than 800 million newspaper pages in their vast collection spanning three centuries. Newspapers.com is your gateway to exploring the past, with papers from the U.S., U.K., Canada, Australia, and beyond. Trace your family's journey and uncover the extraordinary tales of your ancestors through newspaper stories, birth and marriage announcements, obituaries, photos, and much more. For listeners of today's show, newspapers.com is extending a discount of 20% off on a Publisher Extra subscription. Just use the code HAPPYHOUR at checkout. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity. Death certificates. We're going to dive in and see what we can find. Scavenge. Yes. We're scavenging. Right. I feel like we should have some like Grim Reaper music or something going on <laughs> in the background. Um, but the death certificates and, you know, we're just kind of going back to basics a little bit. And what, what can you find in a death certificate? Even ones that you might have already had and thought you got all the document, all the information out of. Maybe you didn't. 
you know, I mean, I know every genealogist, you and I, we would pay a lot of money to have a death certificate on some of our ancestors, right? Sometimes we can't find them at all. We'll talk about that too. Yeah. Um, so Amy, you want to give us a little rundown on... Well, when you're... The first thing you need to analyze on a death certificate is, is it an original do- a record or is it a derivative? So an original record would be a photocopy or the actual original... I mean, you're going to see a photocopy most of the time of the actual handwritten document. Handwritten. Yep. We'll talk about that. Yep. We'll go there. Or is it a transcription? Is it an abstraction? Is it one that was printed out of the computer system? And if it was anything other than handwritten, we need to be cautious about that. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, Is it primary information or secondary information? It's both, right? Yeah. It's primary for the facts surrounding the death, but it's secondary information for facts surrounding the birth of the individual because you've got both information on there it's also can be secondary information depending on who the um, informant is of marriage it can also have direct and indirect evidence it certainly has direct direct evidence for um, the information surrounding the death but it might have indirect evidence um, for instance the marriage information it might say the name of the spouse which is direct evidence or it could just have a box saying checked, widowed, or divorced. So that's indirect evidence that there was a marriage. So then you got to go look for that. Well, and that, that gives you, that is also a clue for you to yep. know, exactly. okay, I need to go look for that marriage Correct. record. Correct. So that person was married. You need to verify Especially if they that. don't list the name, you know, then you really need to dig Correct. Um, for that one. Right. So where do we find these death certificates? Where do we find them? A lot of them are on online. I yes. know um, a lot of them are. They are. They're image, and a lot of them are image. Thank goodness. Um, but in some states, they're always private. Mm-hmm. You can't get them at all. Every state mm-hmm. has its own rules okay. and regulations on what you can see, what you can't see. Um, sometimes you're at the state level. Sometimes you're at the county level, or the state has moved them to in state archives. So sometimes we have to track them down. And the other thing is, is you need to know for each state, not only that information, but when did they start recording a death certificate? That's a very good point. Um, and the Red Book is an awesome, uh, an awesome resource. I use that all the time. The Red Book will tell you for every type of vital record and document when the state started keeping them, when the county started keeping them, if you're, if when the county started came into existence. So you know your ancestor may have been married. For instance, remember we went to Ohio. Mm-hmm. Remember our, our trip to Ohio. <laughs> how, how could I? We went to Ohio. We what? did. I know. <laughs> and I had a county history that said that my ancestors were the first couple that were married in Medina County. Yes. And we went into Medina County, and I'm like, I want to see their marriage record. And they're like, we don't have it. I'm like, what? <laughs> well, how dare you? <laughs> Medina County didn't exist. They they were the first couple married in in Medina, what is now Medina County, Ohio, but it was actually Portage County at the time, and their marriage license was actually in Portage County. So I had to go get it, the marriage over there from Portage. So that's what the Red Book does for you. It tells you you're looking in the wrong place or you, you're not going to be able to find that information in that time period in this particular yes. place. So. And then you also know that if your ancestor died before that, before the mm-hmm. county, mm-hmm. state kept a record, mm-hmm. You're going to have to look at a church and, mm-hmm. you know, 
of course you always have to try to figure out what church do they go right. to or what you know that that always to me is the biggest stress right. like i love i love church mm-hmm. records and mm-hmm. a lot of times that's where all the stuff is but you have to know which church your ancestor Correct. attended that's true, that's true. yeah oh. and just because it says that counties for instance you know a lot of my um, my in-laws and um, their ancestry is from kentucky and according to the red book you know in these counties you know death certificates death records were kept in the 1850s but it's very sporadic it's very spotty depending on you know the county or um you know where they lived so it's mm-hmm. just not a guarantee same thing with um i remember in looking in virginia for death records just because it says that the that the state was keeping them or the state had a mandate that all the counties should keep it it was a statute all the counties didn't follow what mm-hmm. the state said at the time mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. my great grandfather died at home and there is no death record. Mm-hmm. There's no death certificate. Mm-hmm. All there is is a um, obituary. Right. And I did find when I was in Charleston another obituary from mm-hmm. another newspaper that hasn't been digitized that they had on microfilm. But it was basically the same information. I learned nothing new other mm-hmm. than died at home, buried right. at home in the family plot. Right. <clears throat> yeah. We we were looking for uh, my sister-in-law. She um, one of her ancestors died in 1916. We thought in Kentucky, but the state had no rec- death record in 1916. We looked in Indiana next door because they lived right there on, on the Ohio River, and there was nothing over there. Um, you know, we called this the, the cemetery, and the cemetery was like, we don't have, you know, all we can give, give you is um, a letter that says this is the date that she was buried, mm-hmm. and that was it. So wow. even though there's supposed to be a death record, there there, there was, wasn't. There wasn't. So yeah, um, yeah. It's it's re- especially in the early the early days, and most states did not even start keeping records until I would say you know eighteen late eighteen teens, eighteen twenties, nineteen hundreds. Yeah, the nineteen or the early nineteen hundreds, nineteen teens, nineteen hundreds. So yeah, nineteen uh, twenties really. So good yeah. luck to all of us. Yeah, exactly right. So, but. Um, you know, when, when we do find them, I even had one where uh, it was in Montgomery County, Ohio, and there's a photocopy of it, and the, and the Ohio um, History Connection has a photocopy of it, thank goodness, but I needed a certified copy, mm-hmm. and I don't remember. It was right around, I don't remember, um, early 20th century death, and I, I gave them a copy of it, and they couldn't find the original, so they couldn't give me a certified copy because the county had lost it. <clears throat> oh, my gosh. I couldn't find it. Wow. So, yeah. All right. So when so the, so the, the struggle is to even find the records to begin with. Yeah. So let's, let's take a look at a couple death certificates and, like, what kind of information can we scavenge from these death certificates? Um, just going through some of them and... One um, one thing I know is at the very beginning when it tells you like the county, you can get the county, you know, the city, and then it'll have the address. And a lot of times it'll have a little thing on the side saying um, if, if this person passed in a hospital, mm-hmm. list the hospital name. Mm-hmm. Right. But if it's just an address there, mm-hmm. they probably died at home. Mm-hmm. Right. And then that was the and but now you have an address of where your Correct. ancestor lived. Right. 
um, at the latter part of their well, life. And that's important because if they died in a hospital, it could be in a different city, in a different county. Mm-hmm. And if you, but their estate would have been probated where they lived, their residence was. Yes. So if they died in a different county, you need to go back to the county of residence to look for probate more yes. than likely there. So that's yes. very important information. You're right. Yeah. Um, and who the informant was. Who the informant is. Correct. Is it the hospital? Is it a relative? That's very important to, under, to know. And you're always hoping it's a relative that has some, some vital information. <laughs> right. But how many times have we seen death certificates that has the son or daughter as the informant and they still don't know who their mm-hmm. grandparents are? Right. Right. Well, <laughs> I have I have relatives who don't know who their grandparents are. Who my grandparents yeah. are. So. Oh, yeah. okay. That's, all right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe we all have that. I don't know. Um, all right. So scavenging that, the best uh, thing you've got, um, if they're male or female, mm-hmm. uh, what their race was. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. I have a I have an interesting. Oh, um, don't tell. I do. I have an example. Just recently, a case that we were working um, at work, where um, a person died, and um, <laughs> the decedent is, is African American, and you know the family is is probating her estate, and this is an African American family. And the estate administrator got a copy of the death certificate, and it says that their father is 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 Caucasian. He's white, and so the uh, administrator was like, "Oh, well, you sure you have the right family and, and all this sort of thing." And I looked at the copy of the death certificate that he sent, and it's all typed out, very nice and neat. Okay. And you know, <clears throat> it was issued this year in twenty in in twenty twenty three. Um, the the father died in nineteen um, seventy six. Um, all typed out very nice and neat. It's one of those where you just order online and they print it from the system and it just mails right to you. Well, we had, I had an actual copy of the death certificate that was created in 1976. It's handwritten. 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 And you should always ask for handwritten, especially if there's something on the computer-generated one that doesn't make sense. And clearly on the handwritten death certificate, it clearly says that he is black. He is not white. Wow. So it was just a transcription error when they were putting the information in the computer. They just, you know, they they put the wrong race for him. But now it's causing confusion when his daughter dies, and now you know, do yes. we, are we even you know looking at the right family and all and all that sorts of things? So yes. So we have to go back to the original. Always ask for the long. Sometimes it's called the long copy, or you know, talk to whoever, whether it's the county or the state, and ask them for the copy of the handwritten one when right. possible. So. Yeah. Okay. So let's say we we've got the male. We've yeah. got or male or female. Their their race. Um, whether they were married or not. So if it says married or widowed, you know that you at least have a, another record to look for. Especially mm-hmm. if it, well, I mean, if it mentions their spouse's name, some records will not have the spouse's name on right. there. Especially if they're dead or divorced. Yeah. yeah. So, but you can, you know, you can go look for a record. Mm-hmm. There's something right. yep. um, for a marriage. Um, then they'll have their parents, hopefully. Um, what I always wish is, you know, where were they born? And great, they give a state usually or country. I was so like, mad. I know they just give a 
just say, it just says Germany or England. Yeah. And even you know when my 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 stepmother died, I had you know the the name of her city and the cat and everything. They're like, no, we just want the we want, just want the, we? we want the the country. She's born in England. Ugh, let's I'm be like, more definitive. No. no. Okay. But I know. We get. It's 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 a struggle. <clears throat> so at least we you know you get that. But again, like you said, where there who who is the informant and do they have accurate information? They might think <clears throat> that the mother well, was born. I have an I have an example <clears throat> of that as well. Um, again, this is a printed copy of a death certificate. I mean, it's a computer generated copy of a, the death certificate. I don't have um, the handwritten one, um, but this person died in 1979, and the the informant is his wife. And it says surviving spouse's name, and it has her name, but it has her last name spelled incorrectly. Hmm. I thought, and the first thing, it's just like the last two letters are wrong. I thought, oh, well, maybe they just couldn't read her handwriting or something. But then it has his, the name of his father wrong. It says William. His father's name was Michael. And it says the mother is unknown. So I said, well, hmm, why wouldn't she know, you know, her father-in-law? And uh, William is his, this, this guy's middle name. So she just put, she put William down. But did he go by William? Maybe. Well, no. What happened was, I think, is they got married in 1929, but the father died in 1923. So the father died six years before she entered Sorry. the family. So she just maybe assumed. I, I don't know. But and also the fact that you know her name, her maiden name is misspelled. That maybe there was some some errors going yeah. on there. But so looking hmm. back at the marriage record and the timetable when the father died, you know, I'm going to say that it, and you know, when they got married, he did put down who his parents were on the mm-hmm. the marriage application. Mm-hmm. So the license mm-hmm. so um so you know, I'm and I know that he was enumerated in that family with the dad named Michael, so it's all good. But so even though it's yeah. still, you know, you have to kind of look Somebody at the whole Somebody must time have table. referred to him as William or something. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't yeah. know. Mystery there. Mystery there. Ah, Okay, so who is the informant? That's always important to Mm -hmm. know. And then the next section is always, you know, the date of death, last time the the doctor was there to see the person person before they died. Give all that information. And then what what was there? How did they die? Mm -hmm. So... I'm always fascinated by how did this person pass away? Mm-hmm. You know, what was what was the cause of death? Right. And a few episodes back, we had um, my um, Who Bought the Farm episode, uh, Who Bought the Farm, and with Enos Curtis. Correct, yep. And so his death certificate lists, lists locomotor ataxia. I'm like, what is that? Right. So I had to look it up. As, as we all do when yes. there's something strange there and it's a severe progressive disease of the central nervous system caused by syphilis oh horrible like, death what that has to be a horrible death how old what was he? <laughs> <laughs> what um yeah um I, I didn't write down how old he was but it's, oh, it's I, I did look up his he's 69 um, uh, 59? 69. I, 69. Yeah. I did look up his wife's mm-hmm. um, death certificate, and she did not have syphilis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she died of, of um, something in, in the leg, oh. um, arthritis yeah. and something with her leg. Yeah. But that just leads me to a whole lot of questions. Like, well, what was it? Like, you know? what, 25% of the population had it back then? 
It was a, it was it was How pretty high. Thing it? it was pretty high. You, know? you could get it through. You can get it through birth. Yeah. Well, then he would have had it for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, I but it's. Know. I think it's fascinating. Um, another one of my ancestors, Eliza Curtis, same line. His mom just died of straight up old age. Is what they listed. Well, old on age. How old was old she? Age. How old was she? She was ninety two. Oh, okay. Old wow. age. Yeah, it's just um, fascinating what you can uh, dig up through these. Well, certificates. you know, like my 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 um, what was it? My second great uncle who. Um, the obituary says that he died in an automobile accident in Florida, but when I got a copy of the Florida death certificate, it says he was murdered with a shotgun. Yeah. So, completely you know. Completely different. Yep. Completely different. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, and sometimes things are sad that you can find out. I've got one in my family, um, you know, that was a suicide, which is mm-hmm. also sad to know. Yeah. And that's also, you know, not something the family talked about. And then here it was. And you're like, what? Um but yeah, also the the length of residency in a, in a location mm-hmm. because sometimes mm-hmm. they could have lived for fifty years and you know farming or whatever, but then moved to another location, another state to and be with a child because they're taking care of yeah. them. So you know if you see oh they haven't been here for but a couple years, then you know you need to go look. You need that's another thing to find to put on your else. on your list mm-hmm. for research. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so let's say we don't have a death certificate. Amy, <laughs> we can't. We're we're back in the time where there's no death certificates, um, which wasn't that long ago, right? I know. Right. Yeah, yeah. So we have to go to um, the family cemetery. Hopefully, maybe there might be a find a grave or a billion graves or mm-hmm. one of those mm-hmm. that might have. Um, and then we can go to the cemetery and see if there's burial records or. Uh, a lot of genealogical societies went through um, and did canvassing, and those could be published. And so we can look in the local library or send an email to a library to see if there's a, a canvas on a particular cemetery to see if the family's buried there. Um, corner reports are an alternative. More than likely, before death records, you might find probate records. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, probate records or guardianships of <clears throat> minor children or probates something like that. Probates are the that. best. Probates are awesome. Enter, as long as they don't say to my children and yeah. not name the children. Let's but list the children. Please. And and church records, of course. If you can figure out, like we said before, what church your ancestor went to. Correct. Yes, the church records. Mm-hmm. Um, you were talking about, um, in the last episode, military records and pension records. Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. of times, especially if it's a widow, she's going to say where she got married and when she got married to um, the soldier. Um, in, um, also, the census, the morality schedules, the mortality schedules, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know how moral our ancestors were. <laughs> But we can find out in the morality schedule. Correct, yes. <laughs> no, the mortality schedules of um, 1850 to 1880 um, are found, and those will um, those enumerate everyone who was who had died in the last 12 months. So if it's an 1850 um, mortality schedule, that means they died from June of 1849 to May of, of 1850. Yeah, so you might get lucky so there. You, right, but they had to die on the... Right. Yeah. That one year. <clears throat> I have an example of an indexed uh, register of deaths from Wayne County, West Virginia, that lists all the information that you could possibly want to know in a death record. I mean, they list everything, the date, the parents, the 
Everything is everything in you the, can wish for. Everything you yeah. can wish for in the index. Also, Bible which is great. Bible records. Um, I, and I can't stress those enough. You've got to go hunt for them. I know that the Daughters of the American Revolution have a lot on their website. Um, a lot of um, local chapters also did, like my my second great aunt, um, they did transcriptions of Bible records. And if it had not been for them, I would not be able to prove some kinships because they were, they and they did it correctly. They transcribed it with um, the the copyright and the publisher for each of the Bibles that they were transcribing. So it's, it's lovely. Yeah. So those are great too. Those are. And then even if you have found the death record already, um, go back and look at it again because I just when we were preparing for this podcast I pulled up some death records from my own family and my um, great-grandfather's death certificate I pulled it up and it has the name of his father now all those years I my, my mother's like we don't know who the, the the parents were back in Germany because he was the first generation that came over um, from Germany I'm like, nobody knew their names but his name is right on there now the mother's not his mother's not known, but his his father it says it says Christ Awe, and his father was actually because I had found the marriage record and the birth record in Family Search much later on that his father was um, Joachim Christoph Friedrich. So, Look at that! But there it was the whole time. There was a clue there, huh. and. I was just going by what my mother had told me. Right. This and is so I didn't ago. even look at right. it. So I didn't yeah. look at it. So I just, yeah. you know, I didn't look yeah. at it. So they are definitely worth going through again. And I think just, a lot of our documents are worth going through absolutely. again. Every time you find something new about that family line, go back and look. Because information that may not have been important to you is now looking, you know, you're going to see it in a different light. Yeah. And it may have importance. Yeah. So. And I know as, as y'all are building your tree and... Things are getting so big. You're not just like you, your parents, your grandparents, your great-grandparents. You know, it's just like, they're, they're you know, like your 16th great-grandparents. There's so much out there. And, and it, you are start accumulating so much. Mm-hmm. You, Yeah, you really need to go back through right. and look you can't at remember, some of this stuff. Right, you can't remember everything. You can't. So, and, yeah, especially with, especially with the, the more recent generations because you're you've you've known them or you've heard the stories and so yeah. you're less likely to even check that document that yeah. documentation you feel so, like you know everything right i never knew that my Would grandparents you? my grandparents were born lived and died in allen county indiana but they went up to michigan and got married yeah you know i i don't know why other than my grandmother was much older than my grandfather so i yeah. nobody didn't know her how old she was i don't know yeah but you what know? is the story? Right, yeah. exactly. But right, especially the closer to us, we don't know, you right. know everything that was going on at mm-hmm. the time, and right. we think we do, but we don't. Yep. Yeah. So. All right. All right. So until next time. Until next time. Cheers. Thank you for listening. Please email us with any questions or comments at genealogyhappyhour at gmail Visit our website, www.genealogyhappyhour.com, for additional resources, books, and wines. Don't forget to drink responsibly. And never drink around genealogical documents.